and depends on uh, how much uh, you love that task because I do not love it at all. And <laughs> I do not want to do anything that it has to do with accounting, but you, you can't ignore it. But maybe then nope. it's worth outsourcing and spending your time and your emotional distress for stuff like this <laughs> on something else. The Startup Student Podcast, the podcast for students who want to be their own boss, where students and experts from across the world and I, Christine, give you practical advice. We are looking into tips all around starting and marketing your own business, as well as productivity to better balance your student and business life. Turn your idea into reality. I'm your host, Christine. Let's start this episode. Hello, it's Christine, your host, like you know by now, and I'm here with Magdalena Mardi again from The Weave. Hello, welcome Magdalena Mardi. We are, hello. Hello. We are talking today, it's the last episode, episode four of the business finances and already talked about intro to your business finances, rocking and personal budgeting and the nitty gritty of your finances, where you hopefully created your own cash flow forecast or played around with it. And um, the way Magdalena explained it, it could really make you a geek for spreadsheets. So thank you for that. Um, today, it's all about tips and tricks for your finances. Let's dive right into it, Magdalena. What do we have in store for all the listeners today? <laughs> yes. Hey, welcome. And uh, welcome hey. to another episode <laughs> um, of this business series, business finance series. Yes. So tips and tricks is really just a few items that I've learned all the hard way <laughs> um, <laughs> over the years. And it's just, yeah, I think it's just some, some, yeah, just some tips and tips and tricks really um, as I don't want to give away anything yet. So uh, there are some topics that we're going to discuss and uh, hopefully you can implement straight away and that will make life a little bit easier on your finances. <laughs> yes. And this is what this is about to make your life a bit easier to give you the knowledge that we all went through beforehand um, so that you can maybe avoid some of the things and make it a bit easier. So let's get into the tips and tricks. <laughs> yeah um so obviously number one is kind of what we already discussed last time um which is creating that cash flow forecast um i just wanted to repeat that because it's it's such a valuable trick to <laughs> or tip to do that and then always put in that those actual numbers when a month has gone so as at the end of the month you look back on that month and actually put in you know your sales figures or your um cost that you've generated or incurred in that month um, and actually, you know, look at the events that might happen in the future. So I just wanted to reiterate that as another tip in here as well. Just um, initially, if you haven't listened to episode number three for this series, then go back to it. <laughs> cool. Um, re having said that. Everything that we're saying over and over again would be best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> But then the, the most valuable tip that I can give you actually is the Profit First system. This is a book called Profit First by Mike Mikulovitz or Mikulovitz. I can never um, really pronounce I'm going yeah, to link to it on, on the page. Yes, it's, it's, I can highly, highly recommend this. Um, even if you're just starting out and it might all look a, very, a little bit daunting, but I can highly recommend this to basically do this already from, this, from the get-go, really. And in a nutshell, what this book is really describing is that you're building reserves. 
you're giving yourself a salary, but you're also taking profit or making like a, a rainy day fund on the side. And you're also putting reserves in place for your taxes. So you're not actually, you know, spending a lot of people get really caught up in that, that they spend a lot. Um, and then not really having reserves at the end of the year when they actually start to, you know, get that tax bill through. So that happened to me <laughs> um, a few, few years ago now, but several years ago, but, but then I found this book and it just really was a lifesaver for me because it sounds so easy initially with like, yes, of course you build, you know, reserves for your taxes. But when you're actually running your business and you like you're bootstrapping and you're trying to do this, that, and the other, it's so easy to lose focus on what is actually on costs are actually coming that you haven't built or put money aside for. And that's kind of where this, this profit first system comes in. So there is a law called the Parkinson's law, nothing to do with the, with the disease, but it's basically saying that if a resource becomes available, we must consume it all. I just repeat that. If a resource becomes available, we must consume it all. And that's really Ooh. where, where this profit first system kind of was a mind uh, or uh, an eye opener, <laughs> also mind opener <laughs> in that case. But, it's literally when you have time, when somebody says to you, um, can you please, you know, uh, complete this project X, Y, and Z in two weeks time, you take two weeks time and it's fine. But if that person would have said for that particular project to us to say to you, oh, can you produce this in a, in a month time, you would have taken a whole month to produce that. It's just whenever we have a resource and that's just time resource, but the same is with money. If you have money, a lot of money in your bank account sitting right there, you think, oh, wow, business is booming, you know, amazing. I can now invest into new equipment. I can invest into these new office spaces. I can invest into whatever because you're thinking you're, you're rich in cash flow, as we said, uh, discussed last, uh, last week. But you're actually forgetting all the costs that you still have to pay or that you have a credit card bill or that you have that supplier has given you, you know, um, I don't know, a month time with his invoice, but you have to pay in that month time. So it's due and you kind of forget that that's the Parkinson law that when we see that it's he's uh, Mike is actually comparing it to dieting when you're dieting and you have a plate full of stuff, you're going to eat it all. But if you're actually reducing that plate down, still full of stuff, but it's smaller, you can then eat that whole plate, but you basically tricked yourself into, you know, you, you, you're still going to be full, but you're, you're losing weight because you used smaller plates. And that's kind of where the analogy comparison, yes, the comparison kind of comes from <laughs> that you, you, if you have less money sitting in your bank account because you allocate certain percentages from every cell that you're making into different reserves, you're then having less sitting right there and your mind is kind of tricked into, uh, you know, we can pay our bills, but we don't have extra money to invest into all of these other things. Yes. And you okay. can even use it also for your personal budgeting, that kind of principle yeah. if you want, because yes, exactly. you see, oh, I have money in my bank account. I can buy this new dress. And, uh, but if you put it on a different account that you don't touch or maybe even cannot touch because you can also have accounts um, that you can't touch until, I don't know, in five years time or something, then that might help as well. Yes, absolutely. I mean, you can apply this uh, profit first system 
really to your business. Um, obviously, it's, it's written for your business, but it, I think it also has a section on personal budget. But you can, either way, you don't even have to read that section. Um, it is literally the exact same thing, maybe different percentages. But what he's, he's kind of recommending in terms of allocation percentages to every sale that you're making, and this, is, this comes down to what type of business you you are um, running. So if you have very micro, you know, very a lot of like a high number of sales because with you know little costs associated, so a little a little sales price associated. So you have to do a lot of um, like quantity wise, a lot of volume of sales to reach a certain number of of your revenues then obviously you don't want to make this allocations for every single sale. But if you have, like I, with the wedding photography, I, I had bulks, like, you know, I may, might have had five payments that month. And so I could easily just log in and do it for every single sale. Um, so it's up to you. He's, he recommends to then, if you have a high volume of sales, to just put a time in, uh, in your diary two times a month. So maybe at the beginning of the month and at the end of the month to just look at, the sales from that particular uh, period and do it for that, like calculate how much, how many um, sales you made, how much revenue you made that in that period, and then allocate, have three separate sub accounts underneath that. So you have salary, a salary account, a tax account, and a profit account. And the allocation percentages that he suggests is to, for every sale that you make, basically 50% of goes into the salary. So that's where you pay yourself from. Um, 15% goes into your taxes and 5% goes into your profit. This looks like a lot of money at the moment. Um, you could also start with like 1% of profit goes into you. It's just a tiny, tiny amount, but it's just the getting in that habit really. And then that leaves 30% left in that, you know, on that plate to actually pay your expenses. And it does, it is enough. Like I initially also thought, you know, like 50% away for salaries and, and like, you know, 20% for tax and profits. That's a lot of money is away, but that 15% of taxes, you can also reduce later on. If you've accumulated a lot of money that, you know, you know, you're, you're above the tax threshold that you actually have to probably pay in that year. Um, you can then allocate, I don't know, five extra percent somewhere else. But it's just getting in that habit and understanding that you're basically reducing the 30% of left that's for your expenses. All of a sudden, you only have 30% left in your account to pay your bills and you're not getting tempted into consuming it all when that's, that's the theory behind it, that you obviously, if you had 100% of that sale sitting in your, in your, um, on your plate, you would consume it all and therefore forego any kind of reserves for taxes or any other kind of, you know, paying yourself or whatever else. And that profit account is really a great way to do some savings, basically, and to generate a little bit of money to the side that's not your salary. Um, and it could also function as your rainy day fund. So for me, that was really, really helpful. I've been, I think I've applied the system back in 2015 or 16 um, and I have followed it ever since. And now during Corona, that was my lifesaver. I can, you know, I can honestly say that without that system, I would not have the reserves to actually, you know, when income is not coming in because of 
pandemics, yeah. <laughs> not hoping that this is ever happening again, <laughs> but if systems, you know, the system was really helping me to actually have some business savings on the side that I can then live off or have a rainy day fund for. Yeah. And I mean, these percentages are like, uh, let's say proven percentages that can work, but you might have to adjust them. And like Magdalena said, also over time, you can reduce them maybe even, or you might have to increase them. It also depends on which country you live. Uh, you live in and how it's just taxes, a guideline yeah how many taxes you have to pay but at least to start with something because a lot of yeah and when you have your your startup you never put anything away because you you uh, maybe don't have any income but if you just have some income all of a sudden and you really do put something away of that even if it's tiny amount and tiny percent it's actually a start Exactly. Yeah. I mean, the profit is kind of the profit account is kind of debatable. But for me, that was, like I said, a lifesaver in the in the current climate. Um, but even like the 15 percent of taxes, it sounds like, well, but my in my country, I have to pay 20, 25 percent. Yes, it's just it just means you're accumulating money over the year um, and 15 percent of each sale. You're not going to, even though the tax rate is 20 or 25% in your country or whatever it is, you still, obviously you're, you're calculating your, your profit and loss, like we said in, in the P&L section of last episode, um, and you calculate your profit or loss for before tax. And then you actually, it's less than 20% um, or 20% of just the revenue because you have your costs to account for. So it's just, yeah. Don't, don't worry about the details. Just read the book. It's a super, super simple read because he writes like he talks and it's just super amazing. He's also done a TED talk, but it's, it's very short. So mm -hmm. I rather recommend the book. Yeah. So that might, that's another tip. Um, and then the third tip of the day is habit building. And this is really, um, you know, habit building, like there are different studies, but usually it says like 90 days and you're building a habit, habit. but it's about when you're starting out, it's doing it straight from the start. Um, I think you're going to, you're going to see the benefits later on um, if you, if you don't start straight away. But if you're doing this profit first system, you know, two times a month looking into that. If, if that, if you have a high volume of sales or maybe every sale, that's up to you how you want to do it. Your forecast, do it once a month, you know, look at the end of the month, plug in the, the, the past, um, the real numbers, and then adjust any kind of future predictions if, if need be. And then also do your bookkeeping once a month. So it's just taking a day a month, basically, and looking at your finances. That's the habit building that I would highly, highly recommend. Yes. Amazing. Because yeah, because obviously you and I know from past experience, uh, looking at, um, at our business finances or my, our bookkeeping back in the days, um, maybe like just before the taxes are due and it takes us, well, in my case, it took me like four days to go through all receipts and all that from the whole year um, and putting it in spreadsheets. Um, and yeah, it was just such a uh, waste of time if I had just spend half a day a month basically on my finances yeah. so I've learned it the hard way so just just to put it in here and then the last tip is actually also an accounting software so we said in I think in episode number one sometimes there are costs that you think oh I can shave off you know eight pounds a month for something um when actually in hindsight, it would, would have saved you so much time. And that's actually an accounting software like QuickBooks or Xero or whatever else is out there. 
So, yes, and, yeah. and you have to also keep in mind, depending on in which country you're in, it might be a legal requirement that you have yeah. your accounts in an accounting cloud software digital solution rather than in a spreadsheet. Because, yes, we uh, started both, ours, I think, Magdalena, with uh, spreadsheets. And uh, yes, it's not an uh, enjoyable task uh, to go through all the receipts at some <laughs> point. So uh, same for me. I, I did after a while. I was like, okay, no, let's do this once a month. Now that my company is actually established in Estonia and I'm paying someone for all my bookkeeping, it's uh, for me quite easy because I do it on the go. I have a receipt. I send it to my accountant there and they take care of everything. I don't have to do anything. So um, but that's also a luxury you probably do over the t over time um, and depends on uh, how much uh, you love that task because I do not love it at all. And <laughs> I do not want to do anything that has to do with accounting, but you, you can't ignore it. But maybe then nope. it's worth outsourcing and spending your time and your emotional distress for stuff like this. <laughs> on something else <laughs> yeah but I, I think also like um even if the legal requirement isn't that you have to hire somebody or you have to do it uh, the way that you now doing it um but having like a quickbooks for example was i remember yes. when you and i started to using quickbooks and it was just it was like oh my goodness why did we not do this before this was the best <laughs> investment we've ever had like yes. we've ever made um it was such a time saver and because you connect it to your bank account, your business bank account, or your personal one, depending legal entities and all that in your country. Um, and you just swipe basically of what this expense is, or um, mm -hmm. you put it in a category. You can use the app. Like the app is also really useful. You can attach um, a copy of that receipt straight away. And all these like little things that make life so much easier. Uh, and you don't have to deal with spreadsheets upon spreadsheets and spending four hours, uh, four days straight to make your <laughs> yes, make your tax returns. Yeah, and it's really is. Uh, I mean, we don't get money for promoting these kind of softwares. We just no, can no. give you examples of the ones we're using, and every software will make it so much easier for you. So no matter which one to use, but um, it's really is uh, a time saver in the end. Absolutely. Amazing. And Yes, that, those were my tips. Um, so in total, I think there are four tips. So do your cash flow forecasting and mm. substituting the real numbers, um, you know, whenever a month has passed and then adjusting your predictions. It will be so much help, like so helpful and give you so much insight into your business and your industry as well. And then the second tip was profit, profit, profit first. first system <laughs> with building reserves. And then the third one is habit building. And the fourth one is some uh, investing that little bit of money into accounting software, which will make your life so much easier. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you for the summary. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. That, and, and that's when we come to an end of our business finance series. I, I'm, I'm sure we will have another series together because there's uh, so much knowledge that Magdalena can give to everyone. And even if you do have... Um, some suggestions you listeners what uh, we should talk about maybe not you don't know if Magda can talk about but what I can talk about just let me know send me an email to hello at creativestartupacademy.com but um, yeah so we had uh, four episodes uh, looking into the intro of business finances rocking your personal budgeting the nitty-gritty of your finances and the tips and tricks today with the four one the four tips that Magdalena just summarized for us 
So I want to thank you so much for taking all this time to going through all of this. And I know everyone got a lot of value out of this. If you want to I find out so. more about Magdalena, you will see um, on my uh, website, uh, creativestartupacademy.com slash podcast. And you go to this episode, you can find all the links and also the link to the Profit First book. Okay. Yes. Cool. Perfect. Amazing. Thank you so much. And I'm looking forward to talking to you soon about all kinds of other topics. <laughs> yeah, and plan our next travel. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you for having me. And yeah, any questions, direct them to Christine or, you know, you can also find me on weattheweave.co.uk and just get in touch if you have any questions. Thank you so much and talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. That was it. Thanks for tuning in. And just to let you know, there's a free 30-day Kickstart Your Business Challenge available on my website, creativestartupacademy.com slash kickstart. And it turns your business idea into reality in just 30 days. And if you could leave a review for this podcast, please, please, please do so because it will help me with my ranking. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye.